episode 18 of the Tales of Crisis. With me, your host, uh, Martin Swaffield, and joining me tonight is my regular co-host, returning Mr. James Chalmers. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's all good. It's um, halfway through the year already, so time is flying by. And I was looking forward to a mini extravaganza, but it's, um, yeah, we'll talk about that a bit later. Yes, well, we can talk about that straight away, to be honest, because we are recording on the Tuesday night and we were expecting, as Chalmers said, the mini extravaganza coming up this, well, back end of this week and this weekend. But we found out a couple of hours ago that it has now been cancelled due to COVID, unfortunately, which is a real shame. Uh, They look like they'd put quite a bit of work into it. So I know they're going to still show some bits and they're going to run the campaign whatever that was um so that's still going to run for a while until i think when they actually come to do it so they'll be publishing those details soon so that sounds uh, exciting and they're gonna hopefully release rules for the two asgardians i'm desperate for them to release rules for <laughs> yeah it's a shame that it's been cancelled i mean it's understandable um especially like with the mini extravaganza in the past it's a lot of kind of almost like a panel talk thing um so if people are real <laughs> the last thing they want to be doing is being on camera trying to talk to people so uh it's a shame i mean the fact that they they are still revealing all the models over this week is going to be nice rather than just completely cancelling everything um and then going oh yeah we'll we'll do it like next month and then suddenly it delays everything again so that's a shame but yeah i mean like you said, hopefully we'll see some rules for yes, Guardians very soon because it's been quite quiet recently. I'm trying to think the last, I suppose Black Swan and Super Giant, Super Giant were the last ones that they kind of previewed. Um, but bar that, it's all been relatively quiet. Yeah. yeah, we we need to get some details around the card pack as well because they announced a while ago the card pack and what was going to be in it and there's them being quite a few rumors around that the icons at the bottom of the cards mean something and i think they confirmed on stream they were going to look to rotate the cards through so i was expecting some more details on that during the mini extravaganza so hopefully we'll we'll hear more on those and exactly what their plans are but it looks like they're going to start to take out some of the cards that are currently there and take them essentially out of circulation. So yeah. that could you know, freshen things up. I think some of the banned and restricted cards are going to come out. I think Medpack was one of the ones that was looking like it would probably not make it to the, the next round as such, but patch up would. So that will be interesting to see what they do with that. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing exactly what their plans are for that. And as I say, the Asgardians, because as you say, Supergiant, Black Swan were revealed and we've now got a release date for them, which I believe is in a couple of weeks. But we yes. don't have anything for the Asgardians. No, there's a, a big gap there. So fingers crossed this week we'll see something. Hopefully we'll see some other reveals as well i mean there was meant to be a panel for it was called what was it as guardians to earth to asgard earth to asgard that's the one so you'd expect that 
that would include, like you said, the Asgard rules. Um, but as always with the mini extravaganza, like you, you do see lots of new models coming up, and there's normally a big teaser video that's kind of the next big wave. We've seen it for uh, the second wave of X Men that we saw. I wonder whether it's going to be Fantastic Four and Doom. No. I think they're just trolling us at this point. All that. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what it's going to be. I think there's there's obviously the two new Asgardians. I don't think we're going to get anything else in that area. So where they're going to go? We've seen some leaked pictures of um, the the Russian quartet. I think it is mm-hmm. with the big bear, but I don't know whether or not that's going to be what's next or if there's there's others in the pipeline but yeah exciting times we just i want to see it now <laughs> yeah I, i'm sure i mean like you said it's tuesday now i expect we'll probably get the first teaser tomorrow but I, I suppose it's not just mcp we've got star wars legion and armada as well so we might have to wait maybe towards friday before we start seeing marvel stuff we don't know Ooh, let's hope not <laughs> to be honest, this is probably going to go out on Sunday, so by the time you're listening to this, I would hope most of it has been revealed, um, and you'll know and be sat there saying, yes, they did show us this, or no, they didn't show us that, so who knows. So, other than being disappointed by the lack of a mini extravaganza, what have you been up to lately? Absolutely nothing. I built... Uh, I'm trying to see this been so long i can't remember what they're called nick fury and daredevil boxes i built and primed them like i think the moment they came out or like the week after they came out and they've sat in the garage and i've not touched a paintbrush since so uh i'm very bad since our um spring into marvel event i've done zero hobby shocking absolutely shocking isn't like me I, I think lockdown over the last two years has broken me because it used to be every night i was painting no matter what game system and now i kind of go through blips and then just don't paint for weeks on end so i've done nothing i, I taught one of our friends mike how to play a few weeks ago so i'll take that as a win <laughs> um and that's about it. it it's been very limited for me unfortunately i've, I've not really played much i've not done much hobby it's been a bit of a um yeah bit of a hobby lull for me unfortunately Fair enough. well w- once you get back into it i'm sure you'll, you'll come back full of enthusiasm and uh start bashing out paint jobs quicker than anybody else again oh definitely um like i'm sure uh this week's reveals will probably spur me on to get some bits painted so we will wait and see Fair how enough. about yourself um painting wise i've been slow as well uh, there's been a couple of things on and um, there's been another game that has a release date in the coming weeks that uh, I know we're both quite keen on. I have got a load of models for that and I got them out and I started painting some of those. However, I realised that we've got a Scottish event um, in just over a week's time, which mm-hmm. there are a couple of models in my, well, the roster I'm hoping to take to that, that are not even built yet alone painted so um i started work on mr sinister today uh, to try and get him painted up and there's two others i think i want to get painted uh, for that event 
but I've got backups just in case, but I like to get at least one or two of them painted. I yep. have, however, managed to get in a lot of games. Nice. Mainly using Asgard. Um, Fat Thor, thankfully, hasn't been as prominent as perhaps he has in the past. And I think it's interesting. I was commenting on a, an article, well, a, a discussion today around changes to Thor, and how people are hoping that's what they would see in the extravaganza. If he rolls even average, to be honest, he's a solid character. If he oh, rolls yeah. well, he's fantastic. The problem is that because he doesn't have the dice mod or any dice re-rolls or any, anything like that, he just is so unreliable for a five threat. And I think if you can get to the point where he can get some form of re-roll or dice modification or something in there, then he, w he would be back to being amazing. Um, outside of that, you know, I, Loki, when I used to run Asgard, he didn't feature that often, but I've fallen in love with uh, Sibling Rivalry, the card. It's mm -hmm. just fantastic. I don't know why I, I looked over it first time, but just being able to put him, Loki and Thor on one flank and just throw Loki into somebody not only gets Loki up the board really quickly, but it also tends to do quite a bit of damage because they're rolling two less dice on their dodge roll. Yeah. And it stuns them. Oh, sorry, staggers them. So, you know, it's just it's just a fantastic card. So I've been using Loki a lot more. Um, and Angela does what Angela does. And Valkyrie, it tends to be either Valkyrie or Shuri in that three slot. And that's my 17. And most of the games I've played so far have been 17. Oh, nice. Um, so I do really need to get some games in at other threat values to, to see what else I need to go in that roster. But I'm really enjoying Asgard again. I, I used to play them lows, love them. Fell out of favour with them, played them a couple of times, just didn't really like it. But I kind of, I'm, I'm back in. I'm no doubt it'll all go horribly wrong in Scotland in a couple of <laughs> weeks' time, and I'll, I'll kick them to the curb. But so far they've been good. So, a couple of games in real life had some uh, TTS games. Also recorded our first battle report. Wow. Probably the yes. second or third time I tried to record it, but this time we actually released it. <laughs> um, and I've had plenty of positive feedback on that, which has been great. So um, I'll definitely be looking to, to video some more of those in the coming weeks and months. And we'll try and the plan is to try and do it so that there is a competitive one. I say competitive in a relatively loose term. They're not going to be super competitive, but one with a competitive view to it. Um, yeah. And then we'll alternate that with a more narrative-based one where maybe we don't follow exactly the crisis or maybe we, we change the way we do things just to make it a little bit more narrative-based. Um, so we'll be coming up with random ideas for that just to make it a little bit more interesting. Uh-huh. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, look out for those. It's on YouTube. It's the Tales of Crisis. The channel is just Tales of Crisis. Um, we've got the first one up there. Go check it out if you haven't already. And um, if you like it, please give it a like and a subscribe. And as I say, hopefully there'll be many more to come. On top of all of that, also been getting really into Marvel Champions. So oh, not nice. necessarily MCP, but we have been doing a fair bit of Marvel Champions. 
Uh, again, there's a TTS mod, which makes life a lot easier. After Aaron and Quinn had showed us how to play when we are down in Bash, uh, there's been quite a few of us now that are playing, and we're, we still haven't beaten Reiner. Um, he's <laughs> still still failing in that regard, <laughs> but we're, we're starting to get there, and there's a four or five of us now that interchangeably get together and, and have a go. That's Ludo. So that's been good. So the main topic for today is I went to the MCP Monthly Mayhem event in Stockton at uh, Protect Games. So this was held uh, back end of May. They do theirs every Sunday. So it's good because there's a, a fair few in the community up here that can't make it on a Saturday. So when we've had the Bearded Car Trader ones on a Saturday, we then get the Protect Games ones on a Sunday and just mixes up a little bit and kind of helps share it across the community. Yeah. It's a four-game event. And game one, I was against Sophie Leng. And she brought X-Men. Oh, nice. She was running Cyclops. So before I get into that, actually, I will tell you what my roster was. So I was running Asgard. And I don't think it let me put my roster into... No. I didn't realise that Longshanks, you couldn't put your roster in after the first game. Oh, okay. So I was planning to do it at lunchtime at the event. And I tried to do it at lunchtime and it didn't work because it wouldn't let me. Which is a bit disappointing because it meant that I couldn't put it up. But essentially, uh, so I'm now having to go off of memory. But we had Thor, Loki... Angela, Enchantress, Valkyrie. Then we had Winter Soldier, who I borrowed off you. Mm-hmm. Then we had Lockjaw. And then after that, I'm struggling. Shuri was not in there because she wasn't painted. It was Thor, Angela, Valkyrie, Enchantress, Loki, Winter Soldier, Lockjaw, Hulk, Luke Cage, Luke Cage and Wong. So that was okay. my 10. I won't go through my cards, etc. Um, but I'll try and dig out the, the full list and put it in the show notes. But essentially, all my secures were paid to flips. My extracts were uh, generally quite wide uh, just to try and get the advantage of being able to just kill things. I didn't want, yeah. I don't like the single extracts when it comes to Asgard. I don't feel like they benefit as much. Having the two power, having a pay to flip, and a, a relatively wide set of extracts yeah. i think helps so as i say round one was against sophie who was running x-men and she was running the um cyclops leadership which afterwards when i spoke to her i kind of explained that i think storms is better especially for what she was trying to do but she was running quicksilver rogue gambit uh, cyclops and storm and I had Valkyrie, Loki, Thor, and Angela. I think I had those four for my first three games. And then my last one was one change. Right. Because <laughs> we just played 17 all the time. So we were playing Research Station Attacked and uh, Deadly Meteors. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who picked which, but I think I would have had Deadly Meteors. It was an interesting game. Sophie was relatively inexperienced on it all. Um threw quite a bit into the middle so cyclops gambit and quicksilver all went into the middle to win the researcher which she managed to do however she failed to flip the meteor in the middle 
Valkyrie went up the right, my right, and flipped the meteor over there. She had the chance to put Storm onto that objective and try and flip it, but she chose just to take a pot shot with Storm into Valkyrie. Um, and then on the left, and both Angela and Rogue failed to flip it. So it was 3-2 to me because I had the the meteors, um, but she had control of the uh, researcher. Yeah. Then next turn, I managed to daze Rogue. I think I dazed uh, Cyclops and Storm as well. It, it was very bloody. Basically, both Angela and Thor went off. Valkyrie just stayed on the right to keep that uh, meteor. So I had all three meteors at that point, and I had the researcher. So I went into a what eight-two lead. Nice. And then it just it just crumbled from there for for her <laughs> as such. She did manage to daze Thor. Rogue went failed to kill Angela and then failed to flip the objective on the left. So Angela just kind of left her to it. Came across and killed uh, Cyclops. I think Thor then managed to daze um, Quicksilver. Valkyrie charged into Storm, and very quickly I was able to take more and more off. Uh, so looking at turn three, I think only Gambit wasn't flipped and Storm was taken off the board. Um, I managed to score everything on that turn as well. I don't think I moved the researcher much. I just kept it in the middle where I knew Thor and Loki were. I didn't yeah. really need to move it that much. So went up to, what's that, 13-2. Um, and then finished off scoring... 18-2 was the final score. So I think I killed... Uh, I threw Gambit around the corner. Rogue flipped a, a, a meter on the left. The one on the right, there was nobody to flip it. And I kept the one in the middle again, and I scored the researcher. So it was quite a comprehensive win, that one was. Like I say, Sophie was relatively uh, new to the game um, and was just trying to get her head around. She was running X-Men and Brotherhood roster. So right. go one way or the other. So we had a good chat afterwards and uh, went through a few bits and pieces. Um, round two, I then had my... Feels like every event or every other event, um, I get to play this young man, Mr. Alan Gibb. <laughs> Mid-life crisis protocol. Uh, so that's our, <laughs> our friend in the north, as we say. Uh, so Alan ends up playing at least one, if not two, of the warlords, no matter where he goes by the looks of it um and yeah so it was inevitable we would end up playing against each other yeah yeah um, it's, it's unfortunate for him because he travels down from scotland and yet he kind of plays the same group of people every time it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah uh, it's a bit unfortunate but i think he's he's kind of used to it and i think if, if he didn't he, he'd be shocked by now um he played anthony in the first game um right. playing me in the second think he played um trying to work out i think he played lee as well oh wow okay no he didn't so. he avoided lee so there we go um so yeah i played alan alan had last time i played him alan had beaten me and that was at uh, spring to marvel okay yeah i don't think i played him a bash no spring to marvel and he'd beaten me when i was running my midnight suns so i was out for revenge and we got legacy virus and deadly meteors so deadly meteors again but this time legacy virus i think 
I had priority. Yeah, I had priority. So I was quite happy with Deadly Legacy Virus. With Angela, I had this wonderful move set up. And first turn, Angela moved into the middle, picked up a Deadly Legacy Virus. Then was about to move across to the left. Alan hadn't noticed it, but I was like, oh, I can't do that, can I? He said, why not? I was like, because I've got to pay two. Because I've already got one. Ah, yes. So, yes, unfortunately, Angela cannot pick up two deadly legacy viruses without an advanced R&D, <laughs> at which point chances are gone. However, the way he had deployed it was, so he had uh, his uh, Taskmaster. He was using alternate Taskmaster. That's why it confused me. So he had Taskmaster on my left. Yeah, Dr. Voodoo in the center with um, shield. um Fury. Yeah. Then he had Winter Soldier, the Grunts, and then Hawkeye out on the right. Whereas I had on my right Thor, Angela, and Loki in the centre, and Valkyrie on the left. Okay. As I say, the plan was Angela goes up, gets two, and comes back. Um, didn't quite work. So uh, just looking there, what, where did she end up? I think she ended up picking up one in the middle and then going out to the left anyway. He managed to take the middle uh, meteor with Voodoo and Fury. On the right, it was essentially Thor versus Winter Soldier, Hawkeye and the Grunts. <laughs> However, he did manage to take the uh, meteor and I think kept it. On the left, it was essentially Valkyrie, Loki and Angela versus Taskmaster. And again, I managed to flip that. So I had two deadly legacy virus cures and i had the meteors so i went into a 5-1 lead and i think that's what won it for me um went from there just looking a little bit further along now taskmaster did okay voodoo came across onto the left but wasn't able to do enough thor cleared got rid of the grunts um and did some damage but he couldn't flip the right hand meteor so alan got the meteors but i was able to keep the dead legacy virus cures and i think i managed to pick all three because i think thor took the one off the the grunts on the right hand side right um so it went eight five not sure how we ended up with eight five. Oh, i think no sorry he he got an extra victory point for me killing the grunts because he was behind i killed a grunt right okay the victory yeah. point so yeah i had all three cures and he was able to keep the meteors moving on um got rid of taskmaster just by throwing him away by the looks of it he did manage to daze angela and get one of the cures um but i don't think he had the power to pick it up uh, he possessed poor old valkyrie who also dropped hers Mm -hmm. Thor kind of gave up on the right, came along and had some strong words with Fury, and was able then to flip the middle, and we flipped the left-hand side, so we're scoring three again to his... I think must have had kept two of the cures as well. Uh, I think Loki picked up the one that Angela dropped, so went up to a 13-8 lead. Nice. Then managed to daze Voodoo. And looking at that, there was just a massive scrum in the middle. I think he needed to, to get into the middle and do a couple of things in order to just keep the game alive. 
but he wasn't able to. So I uh, had a nice 18-7 victory there. Excellent. I think that's the most I managed to beat Alan by. Alan's dice didn't help him, especially on flipping some of the meteors. Yeah. I also he he split the grunts and he because Loki was there. I think this was the problem for him. He was trying to avoid Loki's bubble because it meant that it cost him extra to do a lot of things he wanted to do with Fury. But also, Fury being in the middle didn't really have any targets for his pistol, which meant that he wasn't generating the power in order to be able to do all the things he normally likes to do. So, yes, he was doing Eye in the Sky to try and keep people alive, but then doing that meant that he didn't then have the power to bring the grunts back in. Right, okay, yeah. Which made life a lot easier for me. Yeah game so we went for lunch which is great and i think again there was me lee and one or two others on uh two and oh at that point because there were only how many of us were there there was only 14 of us so yeah i think there were only about three of us on three and oh at that uh, sorry two and oh at that point okay um trying to work out who's going to get who and i kind of was like yeah it's pretty obvious we're gonna get each other because me and lee had gone to get food um i think there was only it was either going to be me lee um mike east who has won it the last couple of times and i think there there was a guardians player as well who was doing really well right so i uh, ended up playing against lee lee fu also known as lionel richty on uh longshanks and we had Spider Infected and Mutant Madman. And again, the threat was 17. So I ran the same four as before. And I essentially grouped them all into the center. Um, Angela was slightly to the right. Thor was bang center. Loki and Valkyrie were slightly to the left. He did. Where did he put? He had sinister traps and he put it on my left. So I knew somebody was going to take a bit of a beating. Yeah. I think we'd played this exact setup on the Thursday beforehand at the club. So we'd already played this and he destroyed me on that one. So I was out for revenge. And he had on his left Doc Ock, then Gamora, then Green Goblin, then Craven, and then Taskmaster. Um, so like I say, he had his um, sinister traps on one of the spider infected people on my left so i knew that was going to be a bit of a pain i think thor went in and triggered that because I, I thought he could take it um loki then went in and flipped one of the madmen valkyrie and angelo went onto the right to again pick up spider infected people and to uh, flip that one i think angelo had gone first off into the middle to get it can't remember who did which way um yeah so i i went into a 5-4 lead because angela had gone into the middle he had priority but he didn't go into the middle for some reason okay um after that we had a bit of a standoff but i managed to go 10-8 up so again 5-4 so i just kept the spider people he um neither has managed to flip each other's traps then on the right hand side he wasn't really sure where to put Gamora I think Gamora bounced a little bit and then he finally dedicated her to my right got rid of Valkyrie Craven then got beaten up by Angela and he had the chance to flip my Mutant Madman trip 
but he didn't on my right and then on the left i was lucky and i'd managed to essentially get green goblin and doc ock in the middle so i was able to flip both of the ones on my left which put it as 16 11 to me so it doesn't sound that close but it was a super close game it was literally just because i'd managed to pick up the the um spider person first turn with angela get that then move away into some safety so there I was with uh, Asgard, which I told everybody was rubbish and I was going to basically be on the bottom tables with. And I was 3-0, and and I was the only person on 3-0 and at that point. Very nice. Call it there, then. Call well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then came game number four, and I was drawn against Angry Paul, who was running S.H.I.E.L.D. So another S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Nick Fury... Okay. And this one was Spider Infected and Mutant Madman, literally what we've just played. However, um, I went with 18 Threat. No, he went with 18 Threat because I had priority. Yeah, he went with 18 Threat. So I was like, oh, I know what my 17 is. And it's it's won me three out of four, <laughs> uh, three out of three games. So I don't really want to go too far off it. So all I did was I swapped Angela out for Hulk. Okay. Um, I think it still works. Yeah. Kind of does the same thing. He just doesn't have that long range. That yeah, he's not a long move, but he punches yeah. a little bit better. Um, so I had priority, and I think Hulk went into the middle to get the the middle spider infected. Loki and Thor went out to the right. Valkyrie went off to the left, and then he got super close. So he was, uh, I should say, what he was running actually. He was running, um. A really interesting list so you had nick fury with the grunts uh he also had toad so he had toad and the grunts on the left he had she hulk in the middle then he had uh, nick fury next to her iron man and hood okay so not your usual shield yeah um he also i think he had hulk in his um roster as well so i was worried that actually he'd gone for 18 to have hulk and she hulk and was just gonna go really tall yeah um so yeah essentially what happened was hulk um thor got left on the right by himself and she hulk came across and basically dazed him he just fluffed all his dice it was it, it was the time he was fat thor um <laughs> i went again i had managed to get the middle one because i had priority so i was five four up round one and i managed to go nine uh no ten nine round two because of course he's scoring every time i daze somebody so those grunts are really annoying because they go and pick things up you daze them they drop them away and they get a victory point for it um and that was the story of the game really hulk loki valkyrie held down the left quite happily thor took a load of damage on the right and then basically the two right hand um traps were his i, I kind of gave up on those all the spider infected people went onto the left so i think that's one of the reasons i moved loki across because he he had a really strong right hand flank but a weak left hand flank so i had hulk valkyrie and loki all with spider infected people on the left right okay yeah um and then just thought to hold down the right hand flank i managed to get to 15 12 round four um and then 
Thor was kind of in the middle and I was unable to do there was a series of plays we ran out of time but there was a series of plays that happened in the on the end um and Paul just edged me uh 1918 so I oh, only wow. scored three in the last and he managed to score seven we'd actually yeah. worked it out and was like oh no uh if I think Toad had to flip a, a trap I was like if Flo, if Toad flips that trap you draw um if he doesn't no, I think I think I think we thought he needed to flip it to win, essentially, um, but he didn't flip it and was like, "Oh, right, it's a draw." And then we looked at it again, and we added it all up again, and actually he won by the one. Right. So, okay. So really close. It, yeah, it was super close, and it was one of those ones where, like, yes, we went over time, but every move counted. Yeah. That's so that meant I was on three and one. Um, and we'd actually talked earlier on in the day before I'd even gone to three and zero about the fact that somebody's going to go three and zero and they might end up not going four and zero, and it would be a shame if they go three and zero but don't win it. Yeah. However, thankfully, um, there were one, two, three, four, five people on three and one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, thankfully, I still managed to stay top thanks to strength of schedule, but it was literally a strength of schedule of two. So oh, well. I was 6.06 and Alan was 6.04. But as we said, if Alan had won it, then like me losing it wouldn't have been, a, you know, it would have been annoying, but I could accept it because you've, you've got to play all four rounds and I would never have expected to stop just because I was yeah. the only person on three and out. However, if Alan had then won it, it would have felt a bit weird considering I'd beaten him. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. And that's no disrespect to Alan at all. It's just like if you go three and one and somebody else goes three and one, but you beat that person, that yeah, it, it it's weird. But it, it happens. Thankfully, um, I've got my our good friend, uh, Mr. Lionel Richty, to thank for it because he was playing Mike East for in the fourth round. And okay. he managed to get a win just. Had he not won then he would have been two and two instead of three and one. And therefore my strength of schedule would have been worse. And therefore Alan would have won it, et cetera, et cetera. Snowball effect. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was really chuffed and uh, the prize was a 3d printed Thor's hammer. So I said it very appropriate. Definitely. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, so it was a real surprise to be honest, because I did not expect Asgard to do that. Well, as I say, it was, average dice I, I wouldn't say that i got particularly brilliant dice on any of the games i think at times i got good dice in the key roles which always helps you know you can have average dice over the course of a game but you can get you know if you get the right dice at the right time there's yeah. always that isn't there um but overall i think asgard works with average dice they are solid. The problem is that when the dice don't quite work, there is just no fallback for your two fives. Yes. Valkyrie's got dice modification with the Warrior of Legend. Loki's got dice modification with his I Am a God. That makes a massive difference. Just those two, just having the, the just for two power, which they're going to get innately in the first turn, unless they've got poison or something they're getting that two power and, and that allows them to have one dice modification. Thor 
yes he's rolling six dice angela yes she's rolling six dice but you just don't get that you yeah. know you fluff that roll and that's it there's no way of buffing it at all no. it's just literally there's your dice see what you can do that's what i found with them when i played them it was like i had one game where both of them just literally murdered the whole team opponent's team and i had three games where I just couldn't roll <laughs> you just roll and go oh okay it, it, it can be very frustrating. So I'm going to give them a go again up in Scotland. I'm tweaking my list slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a Teams event in June? July. July. July, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the month. Yeah, we've got a Teams event, the International Teams event in July down at um, Element Games, which I'm super looking forward to. And I'm seriously tempted to take them for that. I'm still trying to work it out, to be honest. Um, I've got about three different rosters, so we shall see. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it will be great whatever I end up doing with them. I don't think the two, the cutoff for the July event, because it's at the start of July, is the 24th of July, uh, June, sorry. Um, and I don't think they're going to be in the affiliation lists by that point. If they are, then I might put them in. Depends. Depends how good the rules are and depends. That is it's a difficult thing because I get to this point now and I don't know whether they're gonna be valid for the event. Yeah. So do I do practice games with or without them? Yeah, I know yeah. yeah. Um it's a bit of a hard one, yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I think my logic is gonna be I practice without them. If they do end up being valid for the event, then I stick them in. And then I just cram the two weeks between list submissions and the event, practicing as many times as I can with them. Yeah. It, yeah, I think it's still long enough to practice, I yeah. think, if you get enough games in. Yeah. With TTS as well, it's, it definitely helps. You don't have to play in person. So, but no, well done on winning the event. Thank you very much. Um, so that's it. So coming up, I say I'm in Scotland for the next uh, Alan Gibbs uh, Scottish event, which is uh, the 18th of June. It's the day before Father's Day. It is indeed, and it is called not Act of Vengeance. That's what we did. Midsummer Madness. So um, if you haven't, or and you're in the area. Go check it out. It's definitely worth going. It's a really good group up there. There's 14 players signed up on Langshanks already. There's probably more paid. So, yeah, absolutely. If you can do, get along to that one. It would be great to see you there. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I'm also registered for the Teams event, as we mentioned. And the following day, on the 10th, there is an Infinity Series Soul, the Soul Stone event um, and that's going to be in element games as well so it'd be great if people get along to that you can get tickets for that at element games website just go down the bottom and select events and then first trip to leeds uh leodis leodis yeah so yeah we're, we're planning on going down there for the event down um in leeds so that'll be the first time down there for that, uh, that shop. So it'll be good to see what that's like. And that's uh, back end of July 23rd. Busy, busy. Very. Um, so, yeah, hopefully um, I'll get plenty of games in with Asgard. So even if they're not 
available for the team's event because you've got to do list submissions in advance if they're yep. released the weekend uh, of the 8th 9th then i'll i'll probably have them built but not painted for the infinity series yeah you don't have to be painted do you uh not well, for the infinity series but i think you might miss out on being able to win awards i think it was if it's one of Tony's events, like that's what you did for Spring into Marvel. You couldn't right. win awards if you weren't painted. So, or uh, you couldn't win if you were tied. I, I can't remember what the rule was. There were. was something. Yeah, no. If if you're tied, then you, you don't get the award. Um, but I don't know. I hadn't seen him say that for the other events. So we'll see. Yeah, but, we'll see. Yep, time will tell. But yep. Um, so if people want to get hold of you on the socials uh, I am at Tales of War Games that's Instagram and Twitter uh, yes yep. and uh, yeah I'm not posting as much at the minute but I'm sure it will start again soon so I'm on there um, what about yourself um, I am at Martin Swaffield on both Instagram and Twitter and I'm also on the Discord lots of different channels um, at Tales of Crisis Excellent. As we said, a YouTube channel, uh, Tales of Crisis. We also have a Tales of War Games YouTube channel, which uh, we haven't put much up on there lately, but that has some of the other um, different systems that we play. Uh, a load of YouTube videos on there, and there's a load of painting videos that you've done on there as yes. well. Yeah, at some point, I'm going to get back onto it at some point. It's on the list to do <laughs> at some point. A long list. <laughs> yeah a long list to get done but um no we do have quite a few uh mcp videos on there for painting so um check them out and Excellent. let us know if you want to see any other ones yes so until next time thank you very much and good night take care <laughs>